Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue. You are here with your motherfucking boy. <laughs> of course. A-Walter Sultan and... Imani Shani was added. And we got a very special guest, a uh, ex-neighbor of mine, <laughs> all-around dope individual, Miss O.T. Yes, yes. Hello, everyone. My name is O.T. How you doing? I'm doing well. So glad to have you in here. Like, you know, I feel like... It's certain people like you see and then you just know like, okay, that's a per- reason I'm supposed to be connected to this person. Sure. Mm-hmm. So we kept running into each other in here and they just got to the point. I was like, what you do? Yeah. Wow. She was in education and, you know, she does stuff in the community. And then, you know, I had a background, of course, in schools and doing community work and stuff, too. And then just seeing her as an entrepreneur as well and helping to build a brand. Like I was like, oh, yeah, this is definitely a person we got to sit down and talk to. So. So happy to have you here. Thank you for coming. I know you're a busy individual. Thank you. She was at the Super Bowl last week, too. (laughs) Slight flex. I know. And she was there with Dre. And Dre brought her. Real talk. Okay, I I was on the couch. (laughs) It was a great time, though. It was a great time. I was at the top. Um, Don't get it twisted. And I got free tickets. I did not pay that, so don't be counting my ducats, all right? Hey, look, you know what? At the Super Bowl, though, free tickets is still $2,000 tickets. So hey, you, that means you're living good. Right? If hey, nothing else, you're right. a good person. That's what that you know. And that. people rock Giving with that you. Zen, that good energy. That's it. So uh, we'll get into it. Um, we'll just start off. Maybe uh, it's something you want to tell us about yourself, like just as an opening, maybe just a little something. What, what, what should we know or a little background information? We got questions, but. Of course. Um, okay, let's see. My name is OT. It's really Otisha. Okay. Everyone calls me Ot, and I, I stuck with that because people just slaughter your name back in the nineties, oh and you know that Isha uh, stigma that comes with that as well. So I just dropped the Isha for a long time <laughs> in my life because I just was very ashamed. But I'm not anymore. Um, I also it. learned that my name means reason to dream in Swahili. Wow. So oh how could God. I run from that, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I'm definitely very proud of that today. Uh, I am a South. South Central native. Mm. Um, I went to King Drew from LA. You know, you got to say what high school you went to in order for it to validate where where you're from. Of course. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm on a journey. Um, I'm here now at the, in a, on a wine journey. Wow. I work for a wine company doing diversity, equity, and inclusion work, as well as um, community partnerships and just building culture and uh, bridging the gap between the two worlds of uh, the white world of wine and the other world that exists of all colors that are not in the wine industry because it is very white male dominated, nothing mm. else. Mm. I love it. I love it I so love it. much. Yeah. Real quick, hey, fit check real quick before we go. Hey, the <laughs> okay, coat go ahead. with the hoodie, Man. with the Nefertiti chain. Man. Yeah, okay. Hey, real quick, just a quick, 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 quick plug. We got to shout out the fresh. We, that's we, like. we like our fresh, fresh <laughs> I'm about guests. to bite this whole you. swag. <laughs> listen, listen. For real, for real. I, I did dress up for y'all. No, I'm just uh, we, we love it. We appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, go on ahead, money. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was going to ask, like, as far as diversity, equity, and inclusion, what does that entail for you to do like on a daily basis so um when i first got to the wine company they were you know it was three white women Mm -hmm. doing what wine people do but they were very passionate about wanting to change the world of wine by elevating women who were um, of color Mm -hmm. um 
And, you know, I, when I hear of women of color, it's a great term and all that, but, you know, that to me really means, I, for me, elevate black women. Right. Um, because, you know, it's, it, I understand the inclusion of everyone else, but until we handle our own right. backyard, our own barbecues, yeah. <laughs> you know, then I, can, then I can invite the other people in. But, um, you know, I really wanted to um, change the landscape of what it looked like for black people to be in the white spaces of wine. Because, I mean, there's a lot of black companies coming up. You know, you got your McBride sisters, your Brown Estates. Mm -hmm. All the celebrities are, all the basketball players have a wine now. Um, But they're still separate. It's still the segregation. And I wanted to be able to um, bring those two worlds together and really close that that gap up so what I do is I Mm -hmm. offer wine experiences wine tastings that also include diversity equity and inclusion activities Mm -hmm. so instead of just you know oh this wine is from this region and all of that we also discuss um you know what it means to be who you are where are you from where did you get your name from who named you um and really having people just loosen up and talk about who they are and what they bring to the table. And then we go deep into the work of, okay, well, what does that mean for the, the position that you're in, the leadership role that you're in? And how can you take those intersectionalities and really build that um, that brand up right. and, and not leave out your voice of all the intersectionalities that you have? Right. Because a lot of times, you know, we also look at ourselves from one lens, right. you know, and it's like, oh, I'm a black person. I'm a woman. I'm this and that. And it's like, but I'm an able-bodied person. There's people who have disabilities. And mm. I want to make sure that I'm thinking about that when I'm looking at a brand. Like, how is how can we make wine more accessible for people who can't open a bottle of wine with a corkscrew? Right. You know, thinking of those type of innovative ideas. And, and I know that I'm a creative, and I love to be creative. And the wine world was, like, the perfect way to do that, but also learn something new mm-hmm. um, and bring that back to my community. That's beautiful. I feel like you could just tell when somebody is good at what they do. Like That's I have never fiznack. experienced her in her element, but I could just tell. That's a Fendi. She takes crazy. the crab serious. Yeah, and I she definitely takes the crab thank you. I definitely went wine tasting too last year for Valentine's Day, and it was like one of the whitest experiences I've ever had. And <laughs> I can't say that I do it again. Yes. But with you saying what you do, listen, That's awesome. Listen. That's yeah. so cool. Thank you. So tapping into that before I go to the first question. So do you organize like parties and stuff like that? So say like if Imani wanted to do something like that with her and 20 of her homegirls, she could come to someone like you and you could create an experience. That is my job. Wow. Yep, That's what I do. So you say, you know, I want to get my friends together to have a wine experience. And you're thinking, you know, I just want to do some tasting and some. Nah, nah, we're going to take it to the next level. You know, super fly. Yeah. Okay. So how... Has South Los Angeles helped shape you into who you are today? Because you're obviously confident, <laughs> stylish individual, you know, someone who takes their craft seriously. And I could tell, like Imani said, that you're very passionate about what you do. So how did your community help shape who you are? Well, uh, first thing you said was confidence. I mean, if you grew up in the hood, you're going to build some confidence or you're not, okay? <laughs> uh, you you know, learn how to shoot the dozens early. That's you're right. going to make it home every day. Right. Uh, so, you know, I was also a, a very chubby child. Mm. Um, so a lot of my life I had to learn how to really stand up for myself and mm-hmm. be confident in what I had on and you know, really just appreciate myself because the world was not appreciating me as a, as a little chubby girl. Right. Um, so that helped a lot. And then um, South L.A. in general is just a place of culture. It's just so full of rich 
culture that when I was young, I didn't realize was molding so mm-hmm. much into me. But now I, I recognize how much like style comes yeah. from LA, you know, how much I didn't know LA was such a desirable place to be growing up here. Cause you know, when you, wherever you're from, you're like, I'm trying to get out of here. <laughs> no, that's a fact. You know? Um, but I really do understand now how much South Central is a, a gym that people kind of looked over until the houses became a million dollars and now here you are. Right. <laughs> um, but it was just really a place of uh, innovation. People have always learned how to survive here yeah. um, and not only survive, but make it look like we're thriving yeah. even when we're just making it day to day. And that really taught me how to really um, just not fake it till you make it, but be confident in what you have and, and work with what you have. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's funny. Now I keep going back to fashion cause I was watching, I don't know if you watched the episode with me too, Imani, but uh, Black Market with Michael K. Williams, the one who just passed, he was in The Wire, he played Omar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he had a, uh, there's an episode on there about boosting, and uh, he was talking about all the clothes, like, that you can get in New York, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could get Gucci, you could get Fendi, and I know you was talking about style, and just even being able to stand up for yourself, and he talked about it in there, like, how sometimes just that pair of Jordans or like that fresh hat, Absolutely. like something like that. Like from, and I remember that too, like just growing up, it was like, you not getting at me today with these on. <laughs> yeah. Nobody could talk to me with these, with these on. It's a different kind of confidence. Yeah, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Put it on. So I think that's a part of like, yeah, just that culture too. That flat. Mm-hmm. And it's not even a, uh, I guess not a, not a negative thing or uh, something that you use to put yourself over people, but it's just something like this, how I feel like expressing myself. Like, and it's something about these threads that make me feel a certain Absolutely. type of way. So I feel you Absolutely. on that. And going back to South Central, have you done work in South Central or is there stuff that you want to do maybe in South or bring to South Central that you haven't done yet? Okay, well, my whole life I've done work in South Central. I right. am a product of that place. Yeah. Like every day yes. of my life I, I had it. to fight. Um, no, but uh, for 10 years I was doing community work in South LA. Mm. I was a, um, a youth counselor. Mm. I was oh. a, a counselor at a charter school, Creed Academy, which is a school for young um kids experiencing homelessness mm. um it's actually if you've ever been to the court where nipsey is painted on the, mm. on the it's that school okay um which is a great school for anybody needing resources or anything shout out to to hattie mitchell for that um y'all should have her on here she's okay. a great resource to hattie have okay. yes um <clears throat> but I, what was the question again <laughs> <laughs> hey we always do that oh god it. hey it's a real podcast <laughs> listen we pick it right back <laughs> The question was basically, what have you done in South Central? Gotcha. And then is there anything you gotcha. want to that you haven't gotcha. done yet? Yes. So, yeah, I've, um, I have worked at a, at a nonprofit where I did a lot of work with young girls around um, self-esteem. Mm. I created a camp that still exists today called Camp Plus, which stands for Preserving Legacies, Uniting Sisterhoods. Mm. And they are taken away for a weekend. It's girls who, have, who are mothers, um, who are young mothers, um, who are homeless, who are experiencing domestic violence. Um, but just a weekend for them to be young women, mm-hmm. you know, just have a day or a weekend to just be in a respite and sleep comfortably, have a meal that they don't have to worry about who's paying for it, um, you know, not have their kids with them, all of that. And so that was one of my pride and joy projects that I worked on for eight years. Wow. Um, and now my uh, goal is to bring a wine 
bar into Lemert Park. Wow, that'd be dope. Yeah. I love that. So. Golly. Hey, look, that'd be the first time I try some wine. When you open your drink, <laughs> I drink some. All right. I'm going to hold you today. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you, you got a picture for know. that and everything yeah. when it happens. It's all, hey, look, it's all it's recording. All. I got to open hey. it just for that. Hey, look, wait a minute. Hold on. You got you got non-alcoholic wine, though, right? <laughs> no, I'm they cheating. do make I'm it. Cheating. They do make it, but I mean, it's a little blasphemous. Hey, hey, you're you right. Know. All right. I'll take a sip of the real drink. The real drink. Oh, gosh. so dope. Yeah, so that's my. Oh, that's my goal, you know. I love that. I love that. Did you put a date on it yet? Like you want to buy or it's just like that's just not, the goal. I have not. I'm I'm in my education stage right now, okay. trying to learn as much as I can about the business. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it'll come. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We believe in you, yeah, so I know it's you. gonna happen yeah. for thank sure. You. I done said it out loud now. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> so in your bio, you also talked about how it was your response or you felt it was your responsibility to create spaces for growth. And transformation. I feel you on that. So I wanted you to explain that and also how you feel like you want to bring other people in because I know that could be a daunting task mm. just like feeling like you got to do it yeah. you know but knowing this is like it really does take a village. Right. So is it by you leading by example or right. how you think that's gonna happen? I think it's a little bit of all of that. So uh through my through the company that I work for, I we've created this uh, movement called the Dragonfly Effect, as our bottles have dragonflies on them. Um, but it's basically the same concept of the one drop rule of you know you drop one uh, drop of water and it, it's a ripple effect, mm-hmm. right? So <clears throat> the swarm effect, the dragonfly effect, is basically me being one dragonfly. If I share that with another dragonfly person, then that person becomes, we become two, we become a swarm. Absolutely. And then the more people that we bring, the more you, it's, we overpower, right? right. Um, and so for me, I, I do believe in leading by example, but also, like, I'm not the example. We are all teaching one another together. We're kind of walking along uh, alongside one another rather right. than me saying, I'm the leader, right. follow me. It's, hey, this is where I'm going. I think this is a, a great destination. Do you, you know, you got some goals. I think they align. We can we can all walk together. I'm putting pebbles down for right. other people to not have to take as many steps <laughs> as I had to take, you know. Right. But understanding that I'm going to make mistakes, too, as a leader, you know, and not mm-hmm. holding me up to this pedestal, right. me personally and everyone else, and understanding that, you know, we are all in this as a, as a collective. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and understanding that the only way we're going to get the, to the end goal is if everyone puts in a little bit and everyone pulls their part in mm-hmm. and, um, you know, get to that end goal together. So I love yeah. it, man. And what has it taken so far to get others kind of involved and inspired to like help or join your, you know, spread the word or I don't know if I've gotten them all yet. (laughs) No, really education, 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 education. That's the best. You know, we want to pull people along and make them come and listen to what we have to sell or give or whatever it is. But really um, educating people and letting them make their own decisions. Mm -hmm. That's the true um the true ambassadors are built into that. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to do as much work when people actually believe in it mm-hmm. and have that passion. Yeah. But when you're That's just so like, true. you know, here, here's a product, here's a, here's a yeah. thing, take this. And then they're like, this is trash. I mean, you know, there's a lot of things that we spend our money on every day yeah. that we don't care about or we buy it because it's trendy and we know that it's a terrible company. Right. But why not start putting our money where our, our, 
you know this phrase, right. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, why not really be intentional it. about your purchases mm-hmm. and right. intentional about what you want to be uh, impactful on? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I, I really appreciate Tenero Sellers is because, um, you know, what not only do I get to, you know, be a lush and buy wine, I also can... Uh, get my philanthropy in at the same time because every uh, purchase is 10% is given back to uh, a scholarship program for women in, in wine to be elevated and use it however they need to to elevate their wine education. I love that. Yeah. I definitely love that. So speaking and tapping into your educator and community activist side, yeah. do you feel like, because I know you just said education, is that what you feel like our community is lacking our needs more of in terms of like programs and uh you know it could be seminars facilities mm. like do you think that's what we need more in your time that you've spent there i would actually say support mm-hmm. would be and i don't mean financially at all because tons of money have been sent to the different neighborhoods mm-hmm. but it's not allocated properly mm-hmm. the resources are not exactly what the people need um so honestly support of the youth um and listening to what the community actually needs rather than what we perceive is needed um and for me support looks like caring adults in the community listening to young people um it's about people really understanding the trials and tribulations of growing up in that climate Mm -hmm. um, and what that means for development on the brain, um, on the body, on the growth, and why that is a barrier to being successful in other ways. And um, so I think a lot of of support mentally and emotionally will be my my biggest come out of that. I agree. I agree. And my time there, too, I feel like it was the same thing. Like, you know, especially – having the right type of people in there to deal with the kids you know, and consistency. I feel like that was one of the toughest things, Consistency, uh, especially because you know how much teachers aren't paid, you know, are compensated the way they're supposed to. So it's hard to get them to stay around and build those relationships. And, yep. you know, sometimes that's the only person that kid may have that they trust in. Absolutely. You know, so to not be able to take care of individuals like that so they can actually build up the programs. Like mm-hmm. you said, it's one thing to have the money, but to be able to support and really put everything into it that's needed. I agree with yep. you on that. Yeah. Pay teachers more. Yes, for sure. (laughs) That part. Please. Teachers have such a, educators in general, like it's just so, it's not easy. It's not at all. It's not easy. I have another person y'all should have on your show. She's the youngest principal in LAUSD. She's a black woman by the name of Brittany Jones. Come on. I feel like I've heard that name before too. Yeah. She's, it it just happens. She's at, uh, I forget the name of the school right now, but yeah, you should check her out. She's definitely making waves for for us in the in the, the school district. I love it. Yeah, I love it. So you know, after a long day at school, you know, it'd be stressful. You know, especially working. You know, it'd be it's stressful working at the school sometimes. Three o'clock. If don't I come did fast drink, <laughs> I'd be coming home to some of this. Oh, teachers are their you biggest consumers of wine. <laughs> so, what got you into? Or what got you interested into the wine industry? Um, honestly, I've 
always really been interested in being a business owner. Okay. Okay. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do around that, but I knew I wanted to be in my community and I knew I wanted it to be something elevated. Mm -hmm. And um, my wife actually wanted to open a, a sports bar. Uh -huh. And um, as soon as we met, that was one of the first things she's ever, she ever told me. And I was like, oh, okay, well, whatever. That's an interesting concept. Right. <laughs> um, and uh, so later, we, you know, we're talking and we drink a lot of wine. Excuse me. We drink a lot of wine and enjoy wine. And I was like, wouldn't it be interesting to have a wine bar mm. in Lamert? And she was like, that would be dope, but we should bottle our own champagne. Mm. And the reason that's a big deal is because, you know, you can't have champagne unless it comes from Champagne, France, right? Uh, so no, I didn't it, know that. You cannot call it champagne if it did not come from that region. Wow. That's, where, that's why you have Prosecco, sparkling gotcha. wine, because that's the difference is they, didn't, they don't have a stamp of approval. You're dropping gems. <laughs> You're dropping gems now. So um, after she said that, I was like, all right, we're going to do it. So I started going to different wine you know, a little interest or whatever. My wife is in politics and she uh, had a, some type of, oh, a woman's conference. Okay. And a part of the conference was a free wine tasting. And they sent you three bottles of wine to your house. All you had to do was register by a certain day. It was free. Mm. I was like, oh, this is interesting. I'm trying to get in on this. So I, I did it. And they delivered the wine. And then I went to the tasting and the woman was so passionate not about the wine, but about the vision and mission of changing the wine industry mm. that it, it ignited me. Mm. And I was like, oh, and I, at the time I was working for a nonprofit um, in South LA and I wasn't happy. I had been there for a long time, but yeah. it was time for me to move on. Yeah. And I was like, this is my sign. Mm -hmm. you, you feel it. You, she said it. Send her an email. So right. I sent her an email. Next day she was like, let's get on the call. And about two weeks later I was... Putting in my two week notice. That's how you know. <laughs> that's right. I know that's right. When the stars align like yes. that, that's what is. Yeah, that's definitely uh, yep. how it's supposed to go down. That's amazing. And since you've been in the industry, do you find that it's growing overall and specifically for women? Have you found that women are getting more involved as well? Or there's more opportunities for women? Absolutely. Um, I do see women opening doors for more women. Mm. I see them creating spaces and, and kind of knocking doors down in a way. Um, coming together, creating collectives that make them stronger in the industry to be able to do that. Um, so, yeah, definitely seeing women um, come through strong. But even more, I'm seeing a lot more black people, which that's, I like. You know, up. And I'm and not, not just in their purchasing. You know, we are consumers. We love to consume some things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, seeing us actually be on the other side and um, seeing not even just stopping at bar owners, but growers of, of the grapes and mm. um, sommeliers are coming up. And I, I just love to see it. That's cool, man. I love it. Yeah. Now, real real quick, because I want you to see this. Okay. So I love the fact that you are building up and helping women in the industry. That's great. Now, they get on me every week in here because I love future. They be trying to say, you know, getting on me. <laughs> now, you see the whole room is women, though, right? Yeah. You, you see the whole room. Now, I just be saying, like, don't point out the obvious, though. <laughs> Who do I keep around me? Yeah. Enlightening great sisters. But I just listen to future. Right, nothing wrong with that. Amir hates women. <laughs> next question. You know, See what I'm, I gotta I'm, deal with I'm every a week? lesbian, so I'm in the middle. My mind be in the middle. 
feel you in the future. Got, you know, you every now and again. Oh, all right. Hey, look, man. Stick talk. <laughs> nah, so. Be quiet, boy. Hey, look. Diamonds do be dancing. <laughs> you feel me, <laughs> jump man, I'm jump man. Metro right booming up to something. <laughs> Wait, so we want to highlight you too. So you got something special. You just received a scholarship oh. from the org. What, what's it called? The Org for Women of Divine and Spirits. Mm-hmm. So talk about what that means to you specifically. What it means to get that. And what do you plan on doing, you know, with that scholarship? Yep. So the scholarship, is a, it's actually a leadership academy. So there is a whole... Uh, curriculum that goes behind it for yeah. over, um, um, I believe it's nine month period. I love it. Um, and so they'll be taking me through different leadership uh, exercises. I'll be getting a lot of training on how to think like a CEO yeah. and things of the sorts. And what that means for me is uh, someone's giving me a chance, really, yeah. especially because this is a, again, a white dominated world and and even the organization is founded by i believe a bunch of white women which is is uh great that they are expanding in such a way that i mean if you go through their scholarship recipients of all the different scholarships that they do give out super diverse wow super diverse so i'm really um proud of that and really this means that i get to bring someone up behind me after this. Mm-hmm. So that's that's mm-hmm. what I see this as, you yep, know. Yep, yep. Um, if it wasn't for me being with this company, I would have never knew this existed at all. Um, and now that I know it, that it does exist, I will ensure that I see more people like me getting this opportunity. I love it. We happy for you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to just follow that one up. Then you got to – so – do you feel there are any pressures that come with you? Like, you feel like you got to represent for everybody, or is it, like, nothing? Like, you chilling? Like, how you feel about it? You know, I, I, I go back and forth with this every day. Okay. Um, some, sometimes I feel like, yeah, you know, like, I'm here. I'm going to take up the space. I'm a, But those microaggressions are, are real. Yeah. You know, and, I, and a lot of it is so inherent that I don't think that um, it's necessarily intentional, but it's just so secondary to them that um it's a lot of second guessing yeah it's probably the biggest one um are are and it's not like are we sure it's just a lot of extra questioning of everything that you do and crossing your t's and dotting your i's whereas other people are very mediocre right (laughs) and so um you know there's that and then how much how much do you really want to push the envelope to the point where you're not getting that stigma of whatever that is. There's tons of them. Right. Um, but also, like I said earlier, representing your your brand, your group in a in a way that shows them different than what they believe. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, you know, being silent is complicit complicity. So and I don't want to be that either. So I just have to be like, you know what? Suck it up. Say what you got to say and deal with it later. Yeah. <laughs> they they picked the perfect person for the scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> they nailed it. They nailed it. Thank you. I love that. Thank you. Where do you think the industry is heading and do you feel like there's more diversity <laughs> and equity and inclusion popping up? Like how do you feel like it's going? I think in the industry there's tons of room to grow there's tons of money first of all in this industry because when you really get into the industry you find out this is kind of a um 
people who do this it's a hobby for mm. for those those rich white men you know this is sec this is the third thing that they have going on and it's for right. fun and right. you know losing money isn't necessarily a big deal, you know, um, whereas the reason that I also got into this company is because they had a structure where it was affordable for women to invest, um, which was which my wife and I, when we first met the owner, she brought brought the investment structure and we were like, nice. Thank you for this meeting. <laughs> but we got to go now. Um, and then after she really wanted real feedback and we were like, if you want women, women of color, women of misrepresented underrepresented communities to be able to invest, that number's got to come down. Who has that much disposable income and trying to live in California? Right. <laughs> you know, so, right. um, and then right. especially women, you know, right. and right. so uh, she changed, she completely changed her structure, mm. um, made it affordable for, for women to get in, and uh, that, that really, really excited me, and so we invested in the company, mm. and uh, here we are. Shout out it. to you and the team, though. Like it just right. sounds like it's like a bomb team. Right. Like, I mean, that's they they adjust. They they pivot very well. Yeah. Very but, well. But I think that's the importance of having somebody in the room. Absolutely. And I think that's what people don't understand. Whether it's like an NFL team when they were talking about like us not having enough black coaches, mm -hmm. or like you talking about the wine industry. If you don't have people in the room who are affected, you know, by the misrepresentation, then you could just really fuck it up just by you just not knowing or having somebody Absolutely. in there just because you're not around the right people, Absolutely. you know? Let's, let's go back to what I said earlier. If you are trying to help a community and you haven't asked them what they actually need or want, yeah. you blowing smoke because right. it's not going to go anywhere. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. That's a Fendi. I mean, LAUSD decided to give all those kids iPads. Where are those iPads today? <laughs> Every single yeah. kid, an iPad for what? Right. I don't even have internet. My electricity's not on. Right. <laughs> That's a fact. My they brother's to, a thief. Right. My brother's a thief. <laughs> I ain't seen that iPad since I got it. <laughs> Yo, no, nah, that's real. Like, cause I remember like, even like that was the toughest part for me working at the schools was actually being with the kids. And like, it, it was one girl. I remember the whole year we was going, like she would come to school and like everybody just could not figure out why she wouldn't pay attention in class and you know, et cetera. Like she had a, attitude whatever mm -hmm. or they perceived it as attitude and then you came to find out like she was homeless the yep. whole year you know sleeping at a park yep. she would go to her friend's house and shower every morning and like you know so it's like if you don't have a place to lay your head or eat and do things like that it's like you can't even expect somebody to go into a room and be productive exactly you know so exactly. i feel you on that and um tapping into the wine again uh, and your uh, values I saw on the site, it said, you, I, I love the words you choose, too. It said, <laughs> it's a balance of elegance and strength. Just like a woman. That makes, yes, I agree. <laughs> that makes great wine. Look who agrees. Interesting. We're going to have OTR every week. Fuck what y'all talking about. me on. That's it. <laughs> So explain that and what goes into a great bottle of wine, because I'm sure you've tasted plenty being around the company and, you know, in your travels and yeah. whatnot. Like, what goes into it? So I would say the biggest thing is uh, as keeping it as natural mm. as you can. Organic. Um, yeah, you know, again, like I like my women natural. Right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I believe that... Wine really reflects the uh, passion and the 
the person, one of the person who made it, mm. and two of the region. Mm. So whatever that region has gone through, like yeah. for instance, California had a lot of uh, fires last year, right? Mm. So a lot of the wines have a really smoky taste from that particular mm. year because of that, you know. And so same thing with um, making your wine. You when you blend those different. Uh, wines together from different places really knowing um, what happened to that wine before mm -hmm. it got to you or those grapes before it got to you yeah. really helps bring through what you need what you want to bring through right. how much of it you want to use and all of that so the real elegance of it is the 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 slight chemistry that it takes yeah. to make that perfect glass but the strength is also uh you know the the grape itself the astringency the, the 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 strength of the um, the tannins, which mm. if you don't know what tannins are in wine, it's when you drink wine and you got that little in yeah, the back of yeah, your throat. Yeah, yeah. That's a tannin. That's the, how dry the wine is. Mm. Um, and so that that's that strength, that boldness of a wine. Mm. Well, that's the hardest interview ever. She knows her shit. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. I <laughs> am not. Like, listen. I appreciate this. this. You're going to make me a drinker. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm you keep going. Listen, listen. If nothing else, I'm going to help you with the ladies. That's okay? it. Right. I'm at least know which ones <laughs> to pick out, y'all. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel like that is just such the difference with talking to people who are passionate about what they do, like, right. how can I just go to Whole Foods now and get anything else? <laughs> I don't want nothing else. Exactly. Because like, you know how much care and how much thought and how much passion goes in, like, when you know that right. goes into something, like, how can you, you know what I mean? Absolutely. It's so funny because I, for the first time ever, I found a black-owned beauty supply store out here, and it's, like, maybe 20, 25 minutes away. And I usually go to one that's like 10 minutes away mm -hmm. ran by Asians, you know, mm -hmm. da, 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 but I came across this one. I will literally not go to any other beauty supply store except that one from now on. I will make that extra drive just from hearing her story with how, cause she's from um, Canada. Yep. She's originally from Africa, but she came here from Canada. Just hearing her story of how she got here and how she opened it up, like right. with everything she had in her pocket. And it's a beautiful story. Like it's just, it's so just like right. when you know, Absolutely. and like when people are educated and they, you know, know where things have come from and like what yep. goes into them it's just different yeah that's a fact yeah and that's and that's the thing about uh Tenero is that we really want people to feel like you're supporting something that you really can get behind and want to share with other people yeah. um you know I, I i have the same experience you know when I find a company that's ran by a woman, mm -hmm. and then she's if she's a black woman, you got me. And if the service is amazing, mm -hmm. I'm never going anywhere oh, else. Because I don't do bad service black people. No, that, yeah, that's a fact. We're not, we're not doing none <laughs> of that. Because let me tell you, I don't care. I don't care what you're making. If your service is terrible, I want, I'm going to let you know, and I'm never coming back. And I do that to white people because I know people always say, yeah. you only yeah. do that to yeah. us. We're not coming back to them. I'm either. not coming back. It's that's my money, and I want it now. Wow. So, yeah. So, as far as farming, what has been your experience with black farms? Because there has been talks mm. that that's been declining a bit, that mm -hmm. black farms have been declining. So, my experience with black farms has been um, my experience with Queen Sugar. No, just kidding. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly, I have, <laughs> Wait a minute. I have not had any experience with a black farmer in this mm. industry mm. yet. Um, I did just find a woman on Instagram who is... Uh, starting to do that, but I, I don't know of any yet. So, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, yeah, it was crazy because it was an article when I had thought of that question for you. I had seen it in uh, 
it was an ABC News, but they were talking about it on the news too, and like how it's no black farmers. I think it's in Kansas now or mm. something like that. And like before, it was like hundreds of them or right. something like that before, and like they down to like two. Like it was like just a crazy number, and you you like. When you really understand how much money, like everything comes from agriculture, Absolutely. you know what I'm saying. So, like to have that stripped away from us, More you so know, land ownership. Exactly, exactly. And, and you know, once you're out of it, how hard it is to get back into it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, yeah, that was yeah, that yeah. was sad. Don't man. sell Granny's land, y'all. Hold yeah, on to definitely it. Definitely not the land. The lumber on there, you can sell that. You know, I know you don't know what to do, you city kids, <laughs> but <laughs> no, there's tons of things to do. You know, I mean, my my family is from Arkansas, and mm. you know they have a lot of little plots here and there that they've held on to, paid the taxes on, and they ain't did nothing with it. Mm. But they refused right. to let it go. Mm. You know, and and they instilled in us like, don't don't you ever sell this. So. Gosh, yeah. So, for someone who's just getting into wine, like myself, yeah, uh, how would you suggest we get our feet wet? Would it be going to a tasting like you said, or is there a specific bottle? Is there a YouTube series we should watch? You know, everything's on YouTube. <laughs> Absolutely. I just saw Architectural Digest, like with uh, Devin Booker and uh, Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, I'm a fan now. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I never thought I'd be into houses Listen, like that. that Kravis collection? Crazy. Fire. <laughs> Crazy. Fire. That man, he's got it. Um, well, I always like to tell people if you're like, I don't know, I don't want to be out being like, you know, the person who doesn't know. Right. Just go buy some wine and try it. Mm. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad because you don't know yet. Yeah. You know? Right. Also, try everything. Mm. Never say, oh, I don't like that. Even if you've had a varietal, like a Merlot, mm -hmm. and you didn't like that one, does not mean you won't like another one. Yeah. Um, because they're all made by different people, different processes, and all of that. So if you are um, a white person, try some reds. Right. You know, if you're a red person, <laughs> try some whites. Stop drinking Moscato. That's, that's the number one rule. Just, just cut that one out. Okay? You done broke a lot of hearts with that one. <laughs> That was like when Diddy told niggas to stop drinking Grey Goose and it broke everybody's heart. It was like, yo, you ain't here drinking that. A lot that, of that hearts were broken. <laughs> yo, he really said that. Like when Chirac was popping, I seen him at a party. And this is like, we in D.C. Like, I'm in there out there for college and everybody drinking Grey Goose and stuff like that. Diddy just got on with Ciroc. He said, you niggas ain't here drinking that piss. <laughs> We got some rock, nigga. Like, I was like, damn, you never seen so many folks with their heart broke. Listen, <laughs> I'm sorry to all the aunties and aunties and mamas and uh, be bejeweled bottles of Moscato. Right. All of that. I'm sorry to y'all. Sorry to this man. Um, sorry to that man. <laughs> but y'all got to stop the Moscato. It's a dessert wine. You're not. It is not to go at the beginning of the meal. Where? It is for the end. Um, it does not go throughout. And um, there's so much more to the world than Moscato, so please explore it. Do the knowledge, y'all. Explore, y'all. Expand. Do you the can start knowledge. right here with Ten Rule Sellers. That's actually a part of our mission, though. Is yeah. We're bringing different varietals that people have never heard of, um, <clears throat> don't usually see in California. Right. So that people can expand their palate and, and learn some new things in the comfort of their home because we are fully digital. Right. You cannot find us in any store. Wow. We come straight to your door only. Mm. Nice, yeah. nice, 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 How nice. exclusive. <laughs> I love that. I Nobody got to know how much you drank. <laughs> That's so, yeah. We, we, we love technology when yeah. it's infused with it, for sure. So I think we, we kind of winding down. So I know we got 
a few top wine choice questions we're going to ask you. So I'll let Monty run through those. Okay. But before... Matter of fact, yeah, we'll just jump into that. You then I got mine. Yeah. You got okay. yours. I got mine that I didn't tell you, but it's because I want to see your reaction. All right. And then we'll go. have a wrap-up question about anything you want to talk about with the wine before we All get right. out of here. Okay. I got five five little questions for you. <laughs> Y'all making me nervous. No, don't be nervous. You got this. All right. So the first one. What wine would you suggest for summertime at the beach, whether you're by yourself or with friends? What would you so perfect you asked that because this bottle that I have here, the 2020 Vermentino, it's a very light, crisp uh, wine. It's mm. like a honeysuckle-y uh, feel to it. I love it. Um, and I like this one because it's one not pink, and men get weird around rosé sometimes. <laughs> if they, don't, they don't like rosé in their so glass. Fragile. Yeah. Oh so this pink. one's a great one um, that's a crowd pleaser, mm. and everyone can enjoy it. So a Vermentino, nice, crisp, uh, 30 minutes in the fridge at minimum. Mm. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Perfect answer. All right, next one. A night... Oh, would you suggest? I'm gonna go if you're. I like reds mm. for sexy nights all the time. Okay. Um. So I That's would like probably go with my favorite right now is a Barbera, mm. which is a, a a varietal that not a lot of people know about, but we do have one in our collection, of course. Oh, okay. Um. Or okay. if you like uh, more traditional um you can go with the merlot of mm. course you know she's always nice to you um mm. and and quick tip people always you know there's shelves in the grocery store or whatever and they're like if it's on the bottom blah 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 that does not mean the wine is not good mm. but I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna give you the best way to get I'm decent so wine is just go to trader joe's <laughs> Really? You can't really That actually go wrong. makes sense. You I feel like that makes sense. You cannot go wrong at a Trader Joe's pretty much. Even the two buck chuck at at uh, Trader is pretty darn good. I literally be having <laughs> spasms when I'm like tra- when friends are like, "Oh, can you bring me a bottle of wine when you come over?" I'm like, "Sure, girl." first first thing ask them are they red and white or white? Wow. You already you already passed the the you know, they're gonna be like, Oh, this girl knows. Right. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Never asked that before. Yes, red or white. Okay. And then um if they say uh white, well e- either way, sweet or or bold. Dry or bold, sweet yeah. or bold. Yeah, or you could say dry, dry is good too, but okay. dry sometimes scares people. You know, because, yeah, it's dry is like, oh, no, not mm-hmm. that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you, okay. you'll probably really like that untamed red then. Really? Yes, it's a nice, perfect, balanced bottle. Okay. So, so start another, with that. Another question is kind of off topic, but why, because you're not the first person I said that, but a lot of people consider red wine to be like the sexier wine. Why is that? Is it just like personal? Like I think perfect? red, red, just you know, red roses. I think it's just a God, stigma. It's just like an aesthetic yeah, it's an aesthetic thing. thing. Okay, okay, when okay. you put the white down there, it just doesn't pop with the with the silk sheets as well. Kinda you know, the when <laughs> yeah, it's red. yeah, okay, exactly. Okay, I can get you. Yeah. That. Okay, the next one is after a bad day at work. What would you drink and why? What would you suggest? Whatever's in the bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you can grab immediately. The first one that on the one. shelf. That's the one. Yeah, mm. I don't discriminate on bad days. Mm. Um, whatever's open first, of course. 
and then go from there. Um, and fun fact, if you want to know a, a fact about storing wine, once you open wine, you have about a week if you've stored in the fridge to keep it. Okay. So the number one tool or tip is if you, as much air as you can get out of that bottle. <clears throat> so if you don't have a stopper or the little thing that pumps the air out mm-hmm. of it, um, you can pour that into a mason jar. Ooh. And, you know, they self-seal. So, boom, keep that in the mason jar, and you're safe. Same as corking it. No way. And Absolutely. that goes for red wine or white wine, same yep, thing. Yep, yep. The Gems. red wine you want to put in the fridge, too, and just set it out 30 minutes before you're ready to enjoy it. Some people like their rare wine. There is no real rule mm-hmm. to if you can put it in the fridge or not. People just don't prefer you to do that. But mm-hmm. that's not a rule. If you... Enjoy wine how you like it because you bought it. <laughs> right. That's so true. Because I feel like it's so easy to get caught up in rules yeah. and, like, what's, like, Yeah, um, and you're not supposed to put ice in wine. I mean, if that's how she likes it or he likes it, let them have that ice. They All bought right. it again, okay? All right. Fact, though. <laughs> that's a fact. You got one last one, or is that? I think that's it. Okay. I feel like that's All good. Right. All right. Now, these, these are the tough questions, and these rapid fire. Okay, here you go. Hey, these rapid I fire. Have, you should have let me drink some. Hey, look. Crack it open. Hey, look, so you got to pick one or the other. Okay. Since we're not drinking, you got to pick one or the other. Because you could pass if we was taking shots or okay, something like okay. that. Okay, okay. All right? So That's next time. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> next time. So I'm going to give you two names, and you got to say who you would rather have a glass of wine with. Ooh, I like this game. Okay. This is going to be hard. I can already tell. The first one, Rihanna or Beyonce? Oh, I knew he was going <laughs> to why? Why you come out with that one? You start hey, yeah, I'm you. asking a tough question. With that one, fuck is y'all talking about right now? Oh. <laughs> okay. Jeez. I'm gonna say Rihanna, particularly because she gonna come in that Savage Fenty. <laughs> yes, That's indeed. My girl. Yes, indeed. That's my girl. Okay, here we go. Good answer. And we, hey, look, we love both of them. We're just asking a question. Oh yeah, you know, oh just, yeah, just for just sure. Okay. Erica Badu or Lauren Hill? Ooh, Erica all day. Okay. That was easy. That was an easy one. Okay. I love Lauren, but Erica is my that's my spirit animal. Okay. Will Smith or Denzel? Willie, big Willie style for me. Denzel was not my generation. Okay. You know, my grandma was in love with some Denzel. So Yeah. This one loves Will Smith. Yeah, oh, I love yeah. Will Smith. Love He's Will Smith he so is definitely who I would want to play my father, husband, anybody. Mm-hmm. He can I be anybody that. in my family. Heck yeah. <laughs> I love the answer so far. Jay-Z or Nas? Jay-Z. I don't, I'm not a Nas fan. Oh, no. We kick her off the show. <laughs> we Nas fans in Listen, here. You, Stop you know it. what? How he did Khalees, I can't take it. Hey, look. Mm. You know that, oh, here that, it go. That, here it go. You go with hey, this. Look, this, look it's, it's between Jay-Z and Nas, <laughs> right? We're not, we're not gonna break into that. That ether make your soul burn strong. Okay. Angela Bassett or Viola Davis? Angela Bassett all day. Okay, so let me ask you this though. Real quick. I know we don't got Can't much beat time, them shoulders. But <laughs> <laughs> never mind. We're good. Never mind. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I pick Angela. Uh, I'm picking Angela Bassett too. Okay, you pick this one. This is mean, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Odell or LeBron? Mm. Yeah, I did that. Oh. Those are two mm. boys. Oh, all right. I'm gonna just have to go with LeBron. He's more of a brand, a larger brand for mm. me, and I like all around brand. And he's he's Ooh. secure. He's a good family man. OBJ got some proving to do still. I don't know. Okay. Don't know. All right. All right. Trump Sorry. or Bush? Ooh. Ooh. 
I'm going to go with Trump, particularly because he made more money for the country than Bush did. He, he bankrupted. I'm not so. mad at you. I'm not mad at you. I would have been with you on that one, too. All right, last one. none of these answers. Yeah, yeah, this is pretty good. Okay, last one. Malcolm or Martin? Malcolm. That was a trick question. You know he's not going to drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't say what year. Hey, you are, hey we get him the non-alcoholic. Yeah. He get the non-alcoholic. There we go. That's true. Hey, that was, that was excellent. I like all of those answers. Thank I you. I know. Those are all great. <laughs> this was fun. So, anything else you want to say about General Sellers? Yes. Or yourself, uh, you know, in the wine industry, we appreciate you. We love you. Thank you so much for coming. This was a great interview. Um, but, yeah, anything you want to tell them about where they could find it, yeah. what they should do? Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Y'all were great hosts. Um, com, where you can purchase the wine. It, again, it's all digital, so you come straight to your door. We are not sold in any stores. Mm. Um, uh, you can find us on Instagram at, at Tenerosellers as well. We just had a new release today. Mm. Um, it's called... Uh, 208, which is the number of years that is uh, the World Economic Forum has estimated it will take women to get global or actually world equity. Wow, 208. And 208 is way too long, mm-hmm. and so we want to highlight and elevate um, that that number to show people what can be done to lower that number by elevating women and um, employing women and giving women um, opportunities that are, have been traditionally not given to them. Um, and so that's where you can find Tenoral, and um, you can find OT, the cool person here. Yes. Um, <laughs> on Instagram, TikTok, uh, I am at O underscore the number two, T-H-E underscore Otisha. O to the Otisha. Nice. Yeah. We'll put that in the... Uh, of course, all of that yeah. So that's scroll fine. through all and all that, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, as far as the wine industry... Uh, Get in those spaces, y'all. You know, go to those wine tastings, show up, show out, um, let them know that we're here, and get knowledgeable about about what you're drinking. Don't just put anything in your mouth because it's cheap. Right. Also, um, but put good wine um, in your body and continue to support. Absolutely. This is all our mama finna be drinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yes. That's offended. Yes. And it's good wine, so I can't wait for you to try it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. This is probably my favorite interview. It oh, definitely yeah, was. Every time. So before <laughs> no, we... I swear. Look, before this we go... So we're going to call it episode 208. There we go. We got the name hey. of the episode 208. Boom. Um, but thank you all for listening. That's what I wanted to say, too, before you finish. Mm-hmm. This was such a, like... A beautiful date in general, as far as it two? being two twenty two twenty two. Yeah, like, I feel like y'all got the wine. That's like, we wild. Have this interview, like I just love this date. Come on, so man. it's the synergy. Yeah. There we I go. Love that. So we want you yeah. all to move forward in peace, tranquility, love, light. Hold the hand of somebody close to you tonight. Grab that bottle of red wine. Pour it in. Make sure she got on that Fenty. And move forward. Like you supposed to. All right, Brian. Tonight, <laughs> okay. okay. What is this? <laughs> when your R and B album. Hey, look. This is how we always end the show. This is how we always end the show. Listen. Wait till you hear hers. Go ahead. I just be coming. You know. I just want to say, watch what you put in your body. Love yourself. And women rule the world. Hakuna Matata, niggas. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>